Welcome to Follow Your Fire, a podcast that helps you find purpose, confidence, and the courage to actually be you and live the big, juicy, wild life you sort of always wanted, but didn't really think was possible. It is. I'm Melissa Pinnell. I'm a life coach and a professional untamer, and I'm going to be your guide to unlearning all that is not serving you, finding your most truthful self, and making this life the one you always dreamed of. Let's go. Hello, everyone. I just wanted to jump on briefly and talk about something I think is important, which is how to deal with the people who make you feel jealous or judgy or just generally feel like shit on social media and in life. I'm going to tell you how to recognize this, how to deal with these people, and then actually understand the buttons these people are pressing and and hopefully learn some really important stuff about yourself that is only going to make your life better. It has nothing to do with that. We're also going to talk about how um, sometimes you do just need to unfollow people and accounts because they're just not good for you. So it's important to discern between those two. And you guys, this is just a snippet of my Art of Social Media course that's launching in a couple weeks on August 10th. It's really an example of the kind of work we'll do in there and how although the course is about how to change the way you feel about social media, it's really about how to change your life. We just kind of use social media as a trailhead in order to do that. The link is in the show notes. So let's start with who makes you feel jealous or judgmental or angry or just generally bad when you're online? I know you guys know who I'm talking about. What accounts, what kind of people, what kind of posts make you feel this way? And, and what behaviors do they represent? Like, what are they doing? And, and what feeling does this cause in you? So we're going to talk about all of that sort of in detail, but we're going to just really hone in on those people who trigger us. Because, um, and, and once again, I want to reiterate, it's important to me that, you know, sometimes people do just make us feel bad and it's not because it says anything about us. I'm not a believer in that. It's always pointing to us. I don't think it always points toward our work or our mission. That is not a theory I subscribe to, but while we'll talk about that, uh, and, and talk about it more in depth in my course, the work we're doing here is really mining your shadow and my shadow and asking who triggers me and what can I learn? Because if there is something to learn, there's a lot of growth to be had too. And just being really honest about what comes up because I think people that bring like our ugh stuff out are actually really our secret gifts from the universe that make self-work way easier because it's like a roadmap and it, it doesn't feel good, right? Those moments don't feel good. Those people piss us off or make us feel insecure or judged, but they really are like these big red flashing lights. So, so take a second as you're listening or watching this to envision someone who triggers you because I know you have someone and maybe when you scroll by them, you just like roll your eyes or maybe your stomach gets a little bit tight or maybe you pause and do that, that lurk, like you go to their profile or post and just spend way more time than you would want them or anyone else to know you spend looking at them. Uh, raising my hand here, I totally do that. So if you have that person, keep them in mind. And then consider, is it like a type of post? Like, do you hate when people are always sharing selfies? Or when they put all their business out there, like every detail and you're like, oh my goodness, that's what a journal is for. Or maybe they're always complaining. Or maybe it bugs you when people are like always talking about their success, right? They, maybe you think they're being kind of braggy or maybe they're always talking about their views and they want people to agree with them or like push their views on you. Or, or sometimes um, I've noticed like 
it can be bothersome when people are like always flaunting their huge house or their flat abs or or maybe you don't like when people are always selling or promoting something like what is it for you what gets your goat because somebody gets it and i'll tell you who gets mine okay i'm going to use my own goat being gotten as an example so okay here you go i followed this influencer and i followed her for a long time she is a backpacker she travels solo all over europe and she's this fantastic writer and i watched her audience go from pretty modest like around where mine is to just explosive and she's just been overwhelmed with opportunities and partnerships and now she's writing a book about her travels and and i noticed that when i'd see her post i i started having this like negative reaction and I, what i would do is just like scour them and just like stay on her profile for a really long time and like whoa look up her home address <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys are like, um, how do we report this person? <laughs> I didn't get that far. But I would just build this jealousy toward her for some reason. And because I have this weird, icky feeling, it's easy to just be like, fuck her or just unfollow her. And like, I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. But this is where I'm talking about discerning. Is this someone who just we don't need in our life or is this pointing us somewhere? And I stayed with it and I asked myself, you know, why do I feel bad when I see her stuff and her writing and her success? Like, what does that have to do with me? Because I, I follow a lot of successful people, but for some reason hers bothers me. And I realized a few things. The first is that I'm kind of jealous because she's like really brave and adventurous. And she does this thing I've always thought about doing, but never really put effort into, which is travel. And she does it alone. And I just think it's badass and very brave. And traveling is also something I kind of wish I liked more than I do. Like, I think it sounds really cool to travel and it looks really cool and you're adventurous and whoa. But to be honest, when I go on trips, I often spend a lot of time watching my little home camera, hoping one of my cats walks by. And like, I, I'm not as keen on traveling as like this idea of who I should be is. So there's number one. Um, Further examining this jealousy, it also made me realize that watching her have this wild success, wild success, it somehow represented something negative. Like it somehow meant that I couldn't have it or that her having it means that I can't, right? So I found this underneath this jealousy, this scarcity mindset of like, there aren't enough opportunities or book deals or people who will read what you're writing. And that somehow her having this, especially because I watched her grow, right? Like I watched her get really successful, kind of like people who start off liking a hometown band and then the band gets like crazy. Like I imagine the people who were just watching Nirvana in Seattle and then suddenly they were Nirvana and, and you're like, you sellouts or like, I knew you before you were successful, but like, where does that come from? It's like this possessiveness. And, and, and it's like this kind of wanting to control the success of other people, right? So this is why um, I'm not just stopping here and brushing over the jealousy. And you guys, I'm not even gonna act like it's totally in the past. This totally cropped up in my brain. I'm a huge proponent of thought work for this reason, because these thoughts, there's not enough. Her having success means that you can't. How dare she change completely while you know her and follow her? These thoughts are simply part of my conditioning. They're not something I'm shaming myself over or refusing to look at or saying like, oh my goodness, I'm a terrible person because I, I feel these things. I am stopping and taking a look at these jealousies and insecurities and asking, 
what's really there? Like, is this stuff true? You know, do I actually want her life, for example? And the answer is no. I told you, like, I don't really actually like traveling that much. I like what it represents. I admire her bravery. I think she's a fantastic writer. But I don't really want her life. Second, do I believe success is like pie? And that if she has lots, then I don't get any. No, I don't believe that at all. And after becoming aware of this, I can ask, where else is this showing up in my life? Like, where in my life do I see this scarcity thinking or this weird possessiveness over other people changing their lives or having success or this belief that other people having something I want makes it harder for me? Like, where else is this showing up? Because it is showing up in other parts of life and it's not serving me. And rather be rather than being run by these untrue stories, like there's not enough success to go around, which is not true. I want to identify these thoughts, disengage with them, and then form new ones. Drudge up, not drudge up, uh, harness the beliefs that really help me. Like there is so much success and abundance out there. There is more than enough to go around. So, you know, disengaging from these type of types of thoughts or just getting off of these really unconscious thought trains, that is the most freeing thing that you or I can do at all. Because when we're not unconsciously letting these old stories and feelings run the show, we really just get to love ourselves and love other people and see things as they actually are and not how our shadow or our unconscious beliefs make them out to be. Because to me, more love, self-love, other love equals more freedom and more laughter and wildness and creativity and connection and all that stuff that I know you want and I know that I want. So you all get to do this too, right? Figure out who on your feed is pointing you toward your big, red, flashing, unhelpful stories and ask yourself some questions. Ask what behavior of theirs causes this? Is it because they're braggy or fake or dramatic or salesy or like, what is it that I don't like? What feeling does this cause in me, right? Is it annoyance or jealousy or insecurity or just embarrassment for them? Like, what is it? And then third, why do I care? Like, what is this pointing toward in my life? Is this jealousy, anger, insecurity? What is it telling me about my life? And within the course, we're going to discern more. Uh, that there are people who we just don't need to be following. In my opinion, the short version of that is after asking yourself these questions, you, you ultimately already have an answer about who just does not belong in your feed. And you guys, life is short. We don't need to torture ourselves. And actually, even if um, you, know, you go through and find all of these answers and realize, wow, this is totally pointing towards my stuff. Once again, life is short and we don't need to be masochists. And if someone, every time you see them, just makes you feel terrible and you're doing that work, mining your own brain, changing those stories, it's okay to not keep those people in your life. It's okay to not have those people in your feed. Take care of yourself, all right? So I hope that was a really helpful example. And just again, this is a tiny snippet of the work we'll do in the Art of Social Media course. It's launching in a couple weeks on August 10. August 10, yeah. And you guys, if this was helpful even a little bit, imagine how incredible the class and the community is going to be. And, and just a quick bit of info, part of why I developed this is I read something that of course makes sense to me, and that is that the average adult spends between one and two hours on social media a day. And, and if you equate that, like to total that for your whole life, that's three to six years of your life that you're on social media. And that can be really depressing, right? If this is a relationship that's toxic or feels bad or is something you're just totally unconscious of and it's like a relationship you didn't even mean to be in, but you're in it. 
but I, I know there's a lot of be good, there's a lot of good to be found on social media. And the course I design really allows you to use social media as just a mechanism to a good life. You know, to make that three to six years you're likely going to spend on there serve your highest growth as a human. Like it doesn't have to be some shameful three to six years. It can, it can really allow you to grow and develop and transform into the person that you want to be. That's part of what this course does. And, and second, hopefully this exercise showed you this, making connections between the things getting you down on social media and your real life, it, it really ultimately all ties together, right? Like they're one in the same. There's not social media life and actual quote unquote real life. It's, it's going to interface with the other. One is going to affect the whole. So in the course, you're going to learn how to stop feeling just the overwhelm that many of us feel with the state of the world and confusion about how to navigate conflict and maybe anxiety about your life and how it compares or doesn't compare to others. Stop feeling shackled to social media because I know lots of people have like professional obligations or maybe they have to market their business on there and they just feel stuck. Um, Also, I want you to stop feeling like you have to delete the apps in order to save your sanity, right? That kind of feast or famine that I know I've partaken in myself. And really just stop feeling anxious and confused and angry and depressed when you're scrolling or when you're done, especially when it's mindless and just like a buffer kind of addictive kind of thing going on. So in the course, we're going to stop all that with some super simple tools and we're going to identify what's wrong with your social media relationship and just draw a connection between social media and real life, as I've talked about. Help. I want to help you feel authentic and real on social media so that you can actually connect with people, even if you need to use it for business, right? You don't have to have this huge drama of like, well, I have to be professional or, you know, what should I share? I help you sort through that and really start to feel um, truthful and, and free and relaxed. And how important is that right now, you guys, while so many people are still having to participate in physical distancing because of the pandemic, right? So ultimately, it's identifying and changing the way you're showing up online and in life and and deciding what you want to get from social media, right? It's up to you. And then taking measurable action to to get that and change that and, and really just change your life, right? Create a conscious and balanced and healthy relationship that changes your online life and your real life. So go claim your spot. As I said, um, it's going to be life-changing. There will be a great community of people who are having the same shift you are and just ready to shed inauthentic selves or anxiety or, you know, just embrace their true self online and find real connection. So once again, the link is in the show notes of the podcast. All right, y'all, that is all for today. And remember to keep chasing your most wild and truthful and beautiful lives. I'll talk to you later. If you got something out of this podcast and you want to support it and me, the best thing you could do is head over to iTunes and subscribe rate and leave a five-star review. And while you're at it, pass it to someone who might benefit. And lastly, as a coach, I help people unlock their potential through mindset, soul, and thought work. We find your zone of genius, what lights you up, and then the courage and confidence to live that life. You know, the one you dream about in the shower. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or you'd like to join my email list, you can reach me at followyourfire at gmail.com. That's followyourfire at gmail.com. You can also find me at followyourfirecoaching.com. Until then, go out and live that wild, powerful, and courageous truth inside of you. I am cheering you on the whole way.